Hello, and welcome to episode 54 of ERRX. In this week's Fresh Fruit series, we discuss a potentially practice-changing study published in April 2021 in the journal Clinical Infectious Diseases. This study is entitled, A Randomized Controlled Trial of Ceftriaxone and Doxycycline with or without metronidazole for the treatment of acute pelvic inflammatory disease. Pelvic inflammatory disease, or PID, occurs when microorganisms from the vagina or endocervix work their way up to the endometrium and fallopian tubes. If untreated, it can put women at risk of chronic pelvic pain, ectopic pregnancy, and infertility. 85% of cases are caused by sexually transmitted pathogens, such as chlamydia and gonorrhea or by pathogens that cause bacterial vaginosis, or BV. Less than 15% of the time, PID is not sexually transmitted and is instead caused by enteric pathogens such as E. coli, bacteroides, and group B strep, or by respiratory pathogens such as H. influenza or strep pneumonia. Importantly for our discussion, anaerobic organisms are also frequently found in infections of the upper genital tract. The CDC recommends a one-time IM dose of a cephalosporin with oral doxycycline for 14 days for outpatient therapy of PID. This regimen is effective against most of the organisms that cause PID, but it does have limited activity against anaerobic organisms. Although we do commonly isolate anaerobic organisms from women with PID, the need for covering these organisms is still unknown. One reason is that regimens without anaerobic coverage still have excellent clinical cure rates. The CDC guidelines list metronidazole as an additional option, while European guidelines recommend the addition of metronidazole at all times. In a time where antimicrobial stewardship has been a hot topic, and due to concerns about the tolerability of a three-drug regimen, the authors of this trial wanted to determine if the addition of metronidazole should be incorporated into first-line treatment of PID. In this randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial, the authors compared ceftriaxone plus doxycycline to ceftriaxone plus doxycycline plus metronidazole for the treatment of acute PID. The study enrolled patients between November 2010 through January 2015 in two EDs and a county STD clinic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They included women aged 15 to 40 years and excluded women who required inpatient treatment, those who were pregnant, those who used systemic or vaginal antibiotics within the last seven days, or those who had an allergy to any of the medications. At enrollment, patients rated their pain on a visual analog scale, had a clinical tenderness score measured, and had cultures collected. All women received a single 250mg IM dose of ceftriaxone and 100mg twice-daily doxycycline for 14 days. Remember that since the release of the updated guidance from the CDC in December 2020, the dose of ceftriaxone is now 500mg for those weighing less than 150kg, or 1g for those weighing greater than or equal to 150 kilograms. Check out episode 37 for more info. Patients were then randomized in a one-to-one fashion to also receive 500 milligrams twice-daily metronidazole or placebo for 14 days. The primary outcome was clinical improvement at three-day follow-up, determined by the reduction of the clinical tenderness score. Secondary outcomes included the presence of anaerobic organisms 30 days after treatment, and rates of clinical cure. 
The study enrolled 233 patients. Of these, 116 received metronidazole and 117 received placebo. The median age was 23 years and about 60% were black. A history of chlamydia, gonorrhea, or PID was similar between the groups, as were their clinical presentations. In terms of results, 208, or 89% of women, returned for the primary outcome assessment at three days. Overall, 91% had clinical improvement, which was similar in both groups. 13 women, which was 8 in the metronidazole group and 5 in the placebo group, failed to respond and were either admitted for IV antibiotics or were put on different antibiotic therapy. 184, or 79% of women, continued on study medications and returned for the final assessment at 30 days. Again, improvement in pelvic pain was similar between the groups. Clinical cure rates were also similar between groups at 97% versus 90%. However, pelvic organ tenderness was still present in 20% of women in the placebo group compared to only 9% of women who received metronidazole, and that was statistically significant. At enrollment, chlamydia was identified in 15% of women, gonorrhea in 7%, and 18% tested positive for mycoplasma genitalium. Also, BV was present in 55% of women, and 9% had trichomonas vaginalis, and the proportion of women affected with each of these was similar between groups. However, at 30 days, BV and trichomonas vaginalis were less prevalent in women randomized to metronidazole as was mycoplasma genitalium, even though metronidazole does not have activity against this organism. Similarly, at 30 days, women who received metronidazole were less likely to have recovery of anaerobic gram-negative rods or anaerobic gram-positive cocci from the endometrium, and that was statistically significant. In terms of safety and tolerability, adherence was similar between the groups, and adverse events were reported in about equal numbers. There was, however, a higher rate of vulvovaginal candidiasis in women receiving metronidazole. In conclusion, although early clinical response at three days was similar between groups, fewer women who received metronidazole had pelvic tenderness at one month. Also, women receiving metronidazole had fewer endometrial anaerobic organisms isolated at one month after treatment. These benefits came with similar adherence rates and adverse effects although vulvovaginal candidiasis did occur more in the metronidazole group. The authors concluded that their study supports the routine use of metronidazole in combination with ceftriaxone and doxycycline for the treatment of PID. I would agree generally with the statement. Given that metronidazole is discussed in the CDC guidelines as a consideration, especially since it will also treat BV, which is commonly associated with PID, Longer-term and larger studies would be nice, but given the tolerability and efficacy seen in this trial, I'm ready to implement this into practice. (laughs) 